Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah 15, Ishayahu Parak Tetvav. <clears throat> this is Saul Weinreb, your host. So far, we have read in this series that Ishayahu is speaking, the series of the Masot, the burdens. We have read about the burdens or the Masa of Babylon, Pavel, and Philistia, the Plishtim. In both, Yeshayahu has continued his message to the people of Yehuda, of Judah, regarding their responsibility or their burden to bring the message of God, the messages of justice and righteousness to the nations of the world that surround them. Hodi'u ba'amim elilotav was what the song said that preceded these chapters. We must bring this message to the nations. Yeshayahu now turns to another neighbor of the people of Yehuda, with whom they have had a long and complicated relationship the people of Moab. Moab was never a powerful nation or an empire builder like Assyria or Babylon, of whom Yeshayahu has spoken quite a bit until now. But there have been a long series of difficulties between Judah, Yehuda, and Moab, starting with the times of Moshe, of Moses, when the Moabites refused the Israelites' passage through their land during their sojourn through the desert on their way to the land of Israel. And of course the travails of Bilam and his attempts to curse the Israelites, and many more important battles recorded in the books of Judges and Kings and more. However, there is also a significant amount of kinship between Moab and Israel. Most importantly, when Elimelech was a refugee during the days of the Judges, he sought shelter in the land of Moab, which eventually began the story that led to the most famous Moabite of all, Ruth, who eventually became the matriarch of the kings of Judah, of King David, the Davidic line, and the Mashiach, the Messiah himself. This prophecy discusses a terrible destruction that took place in Moab. Uh, clear, it seems that this is referring to a destruction that took place during one of the Assyrian attacks against the nations of the area during their rebellion. Moab was also for a time part of the alliance against Assyria and had also rebelled and had suffered attacks from Assyria. Ishayahu, on the other hand, as we shall see, exhorted the Moabites to join Yehuda and stand firm and independent in allegiance with God alone. Moab eventually capitulated to the Assyrians and became subservient to Assyria in order to spare themselves from destruction at their hands. Thus begins the Masa, the burden of Moab, Masa Moab, Ki belil shudad ar Moab nidma, Oh, oi, woe, in the night that Ar, the city Ar was sacked, Moab was ruined. Woe, in the night that Kir was sacked, Moab was ruined. These are large cities on the borders that Moab depended on for defense. Apparently they were attacked during the night by surprise, taken out. And once they were taken out, that opened up the entire Moab to be vulnerable to the Assyrian invading armies. Allah habayit vidivon habamot lebechi al nevovi al medva moav yeelil bechol roshav korcha kolza kon The people of Moab, when the destruction of these cities occurred, they all went up onto their rooftops. They went up to cry in the high places where they had their temples to their gods. To cry al nevo on the destruction of more cities, of the cities of nevo and medva. Moab was crying and screaming in, in despair. All of their heads, karcha, were shaved bald. All of their beards 
shorn. These just refer to uh, customs of mourning that were uh, that that the Moabites uh, used to have. Just the scene, the scene of terrible crying and the terrible despair of the people of Moab going up to their temples to cry to their gods. In outside, in all of their yards, in their homes, in the streets, and in the alleys, people were dressed in sackcloth on their rooftops and in the streets and in the town squares, crying and tears pouring through the streets. Isaiah is trying to paint us a picture of the terrible, terrible mourning and the terrible suffering of the people of Moab. More cities in Moab, Cheshbon and Elale, all the way to the city of Yahatz, the sounds of crying was heard. Therefore, even the, the troops, the soldiers that were the strong, powerful ones that were meant and depended upon to defend Moab, they were just wandering around. Nafsho um, your the the soul, the very souls of the people of Moab were screaming. Then this most powerful pasuk, the most powerful verse in this parak, is right here. Libi Moab What is the reaction of Isaiah in this most remarkable verse? My heart, my heart cries out to you, Moab. This is the true purpose of this entire chapter and the purpose, really, of this Masa, this burden of Moab. Let's contrast this for a moment with the Song of the Sea that the Jews sang at, during the exodus from Egypt after the Egyptians were drowned in the seas of, of the Amsuf of the Sea of Reeds. What were those words? Shamu amim yirgazun, the people of the world will hear and tremble. Chil achaz, agony and pain will grip them. Yoshvei pilashes, the people that live in Philistia, which we just read about. Oznivalu alufehadom, then the clans, the the uh, tribes of Edom, will be terribly afraid, Eilei Moav and the tribes of Moav, Yochazemoraad, will be gripped with trembling and fear. Tipol, I'm skipping a few words, Tipol alehem may terror and dread descend upon them, big dolz or acha, because of your great arm and power. That was the reaction, that was what was said back then. Here, and we've contrasted this before, and this is really the meaning of all of what we're trying to study here. Here it's Hodiuvamimelilotav. Here, the beginning, before bringing these burdens, Ishayao reminded us and told us in the song of happiness when we are redeemed, Hodiuvamimelilotav. It is our job to bring this message to the world, not wish destruction upon them, but Libi Limoav Yizak. We should cry for Moab, even though they were our enemies. This is the new shira, this is the new song which Isaiah is teaching the Jewish people to sing. It is our responsibility to care about these nations, to teach them. When they suffer, it is not for us to rejoice, it is partly our failure as well. Yes, they do have their own choices, and yes, they will suffer the consequences of their own choices, of course. But it is our responsibility to do the best we can to bring the message of God to them. Libi l'mo'av the verse continues, 
The fugitives, the refugees from Moab, are, are running to Tzohar. They're running to Eglashilishi. There are farther out cities in the area that the refugees were running to. The ascent, the way up to the city of Luchet, they ascend, running there, crying on their way, on the road to Choronayim, they're crying in anguish. Just destruct, uh, 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 an image of people running in every which direction, in every city, refugees just running from Moab. The waters of Nimrim, Nimrim is their ports where they used to have uh, business and they used to uh, engage in commerce, which such important cities in, the, in, in Moab are now destroyed. There's nothing left. Because all of their harvests are now dried up. Their green, beautiful pasture lands for which Moab was, was famous and well-known for have dried up. Yeah, there's no more green. There's no more vegetable. There's nothing left. Alkane. Therefore, Yitra Asa Ufkuda Tam Al Nachalaho Aravimi Saum. Therefore, all of the gains that they had made, all of the all of the profits that they had made, all of the buildings, all of the all of the wonderful fields that were cultivated, all of their storehouses of grain, whatever they could carry, they strapped to their backs and ran as refugees to the riverbed of willows. Because crying and, and sadness and mourning has surrounded all of the boundaries of Moab. The cries have reached all the way out to the far-flung cities in Moab. Like The waters of Dimon, which is one of the capitals, one of the main cities of Moab, have now filled up with blood. Because... I, um, I will um, pour more water, more uh, suffering upon Dimon. Because the the um, the uh, for the refugees of of Moab and the um, soil and dirt for the remnant of Moab. Uh, and the, the remainders of the uh, people of the land of Moab. This this scene of terrible suffering of Moab is 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 drawn out in such a dramatic way. But the purpose is in order to bring out the feeling of Libi the Moab Yizak, not to rejoice in their destruction, but to feel sad for their destruction, and and the almost pathetic cries of Moab to their to their um to their gods, but but terribly terribly sad because of an opportunity lost. Um, in the next parak, uh, six, uh, parak 16, parak Tezayin, um, we're going to learn a little bit more about the reasons for Moab's suffering and the mistakes that they made. Um, thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. Looking forward to having you join us for Isaiah 16.